0: Indeed, it does, and with me is uh, Dr. Rajbans, president of the Malaysian Wellness Society. Good morning, Dr. Rajbans. Good morning. Yes, and it's a free clinic this morning. That means you can call us and ask Dr. Rajbans any questions about your health. Zero three nine five four three double three double three. We already have a caller. Uh, hi, James. What's your question?
1: This regarding this foamy urine that. Comes out in the Facebook I see so many times. So when you urinate, a lot of bubbles. I want to ask Dr. Rajban. I have checked with urologists and other other doctors. They say what I see in the Facebook is that when you urinate, there's a lot of bubbles. Is that a medical kidney
0: problem, or it depends? It's got to be really foamy, fully foamy before you have a kidney problem. Hmm, That's an interesting question. Foamy urine.
1: Yeah, I mean, the best thing is we go and check your urine. You know, they do what we call a urine microscopy. Now, foamy urine could mean nothing. You know, just uh, it happens like that. Or it could mean things like you got protein leaking, you know, in the kidney. That means that's the first sign of acute damage. uh, A lot of times that happens for people who got hypertension, diabetes or people who got kidney issues. Now, frothy urine, we thought the other thing is you worry if there's blood, but there's, uh, he said, uh, there's no sign of blood, just foamy urine. So, foamy urine protein is one of the things you you worry about. Uh, Of course, the infection the other symptoms so they can't be dead so I would only to go and just do a urine microscopy where they look at all your full urine you look at your sugars your proteins your the, anything leaking from the urine and uh, that'll give me a good clue if it's normal then I wouldn't worry
0: all right i hope that answers your question james give us a call three double three or leave us a question on our dg light line at 0165108888 next bella says that every time she naps she wakes up with a raging headache what could that be well dr rajbans answers that next after bruno mars when i was your man on light it's a health wise free clinic with dr rajbans this morning bella what's your question Yesterday, I took
1: a nap around 4 or 5 p.m. And I was Mm -hmm. napping for about an hour. When I woke up, I got a ringing headache for an hour or two
0: hours. So my question is, why do I get a really headache? Don't I supposed to feel better after a nap? Why do I feel worse? Is this the first time it's happened to you? Um, No, it's happened to me plenty of times. Every time I take a nap, do you take any paracetamol? I'm allergic. So, Doctor Rajbans, what could it be?
1: Yeah, I mean it's uh, interesting that it happens just after a nap. So one, the first thing I think is whether it's uh, you know the way she slept, whether you know she has disturbed some muscle in this thing, or whether she's got Mm -hmm. you know some spondylosis or what that causing the headache, uh, or whether it's just that. They, you know, she's not having enough sleep and she wakes up too early. So, so, you know, headache is something that's so difficult to actually diagnose. But there also can be other causes like your eyesight, your ears. Dehydration. You know, dehydration uh, stress. But I'm just still worried. Any headache not diagnosed, I would want to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. I mean, even this year, I picked up three Patients who had headaches, headaches, which they thought were migraine, It turned out to be actually tumors. I'm not scaring anyone, but, you know, so I would really, really want someone to check out. Go and see a doctor or go and see a neurologist even better and see what they think about the headache. And today with a simple CT scan, you can diagnose a lot of things. So if this is going on for some time, I would really want her to get it checked up and not just sit on it and, you know, worry.
0: All right. Well, hope that answers your question, Bella. Yeah, I'd go get it checked out. Now, you can call us on zero three nine five four three double three. Double three, or leave a voice note with your question on our DG Light line at double eight. Uh, Chun says she has bad heartburn and doesn't want to continue taking antacids. We'll see what Doctor Rajbans has to say about that next after the traffic update and the BGs here on Light. It's a health-wise free clinic with Dr. Rajbans President of the Malaysian Wellness Society and on our DG Lightline, Chuna's written in, she says, I have really bad heartburn and I'm taking antacids for it but is there a way to heal this completely? My diet is quite bland, I don't take spicy food and I do eat on a regular schedule. Is this a sign of a more serious illness?
1: Yeah, I mean, heartburn is something again that you have to be a, a bit careful whether, you know, why, why are you getting heartburn if you're taking the right diet? Uh, I don't know whether you're another risk factor is of course things like smoking and stress you know mm-hmm. all this can increase of course there's other worries whether you're you know getting your valve there is not strong enough so you have acid going up and that's causing heartburn uh, and chronic heartburn can lead to issues like esophagitis and even precancerous. so most people whose heartburn is not going away with simple measures I would still want them to maybe see a gastroenterologist and just at least once get it checked up and see if it's not something more serious like a ulcer sitting there mm-hmm. you know and and uh, whether he needs to take something more stronger than antacids for a short while. People who have got like a peptic ulcer or a serial gastritis or esophagitis, like GERD, you know, gastro- iso- reflux, is what is called heartburn. They might sometimes go on stronger medication for uh, six weeks to two months to completely heal it by right. following their lifestyle. So I'm actually wanting to get it checked up.
0: Okay. <laughs> Take that advice, Chun. Take it seriously. Now, coming up, Kieran says he has pins and needles. That sensation in his mouth after he eats. What could it be? Well, we'll find out with Dr. Rajbans. Right now, here's Stephen Bishop. It might be you on light. It's a healthwise free clinic, with Dr. Rajbans, and that means you call us, and we answer your. Well, not me, but Dr. Rajbans <laughs> will answer your medical questions. Now, Kieran, you had a question. So usually after um, having my pins, I have pins and needles in my mouth. So.
1: What is this about? Like, is there something that I should be afraid about?
0: Is it after all meals, uh, Kirin, or after certain type of meals—spicy or, or, you know, salty or what? Usually happens uh, after salty meals. How long does it last? It's there for like at least fifteen minutes to thirty minutes. Hmm, interesting, Doctor So Your thoughts? Yeah, that's
1: that's a, uh, now that's an interesting question. You know, the simple thing I could say is I don't know why that happens. Right? Could it <laughs> yeah. be MSG or yeah, something? Something, something. Pinch and needles are more like a either you know like nerves. Nerves normally gives you pinch and. Mm-hmm. sort of so whether your nerves are getting disturbed by something so whether it's just an allergy like, like you said whether it's MSG or some sort of food that's disturbing him so and he's got no pain nothing just pins and then it goes away so I think it's probably a reaction to a certain food so what right. you should do is see which are the foods causing it and whether it's the same type of foods you know whether whether same place where it's eating and then try to change and see whether it goes away mm-hmm. so it could be a, a allergic to a food uh, but if it doesn't or it starts getting worse or it's you know it's getting more and more prolonged Then you should go and see a dentist or some ENT doctor and see whether it's something causing damage to the nerves or some irritation to the nerves that's causing this.
0: All right. Well, I hope that answers your question, Kieran. Now, you can call us on 0395433333 with your questions. Adam says he has persistent headaches and doesn't know what to do about them. We've got the traffic update up next. And Michael Bolton said, I loved you, but I lied on Light. And we've got Dr. Rajbans here. It's a health-wise free clinic. Adam, what's your question?
1: Hi, Dr. Rajbans. I've been having this like um, headache for this past one month already, right? So this headache that i am be having, i will be constantly having it every morning, every night before I go to bed. I don't know whether it's migraine or it might be like a normal headache because every single time I'm having it, I'll be eating my painkillers. So I don't know whether it's good or bad.
0: Right. Dr. Rajbans, what would you say would be the difference between a regular headache and a migraine?
1: Migraines are classical symptoms. You know, they call, you know, the side throbbing headache with nausea. You get, get some, you know, eye signs like, you know, you get some halos from the eyes mm-hmm. and uh, you see bright light, it gets worse. And so, migraine, and they're, and they're recurrent, you know, they sometimes they go away with medication, sometimes they don't. And it's probably been something going on for a long time, chronic. You, most people get migraines even in the young childhood and it carries on into much later in age so something new any new headache that is there like he said just the last one month and it's recurrent I call this a sinister headaches you know mm. that means they have come from nowhere and they are reason and most people initially will pass it off as stress or you know just tension headaches and you know maybe lack of sleep or things like that but that shouldn't happen continuously for one month so yeah. he like our earlier uh, person we sh- he should go and see a neurologist yeah, Bella. He, has, mm. yeah, he has to get it checked up and you know today I like a simple CT scan Will pick up a lot of things so he must see a doctor get it checked up and uh, you know make sure that it's really something not so more sinister
0: alright well Dr. Rajbans thank you so much for your great advice this week any events coming up?
1: Uh no events but our wellness society the membership is still free oh. we are you know <laughs> getting it interesting we're getting a lot of sponsors who are really supporting us mm-hmm. uh, I think I'm even surprised that even pain companies are coming in into wellness you know where environmental wellness is concerned so it's 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 right because the the seven wheels of wellness you know they mm-hmm. talk of the financial social, spiritual your physical, mental and all those in the, you know if you look at the wellness wheel the seven they all must be aligned and today I think it's not just the physical part but everything should be aligned yeah. I think people should look at it as a overall thing and you know joining the wellness society will help you look at all that
0: alright so that website once more
1: www.wellnesssociety is just one word wellnesssociety.org
0: wonderful thank you so much Dr. Rajbans thank
1: you